right, so lightning round. What have you been uh, watching, uh, reading, or listening to over the last week? How have you been feeding your senses over the last week? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good name. For this. <laughs> feeding you mean numbing my senses? <laughs> I mean, if that's what if that's a result of you feeding your senses, then you got a whole other set of problems. I'm going to say that. All right, Roy. So who, who wants you, to go first? I'm calling that Roy. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. I like my multitude of apps like Netflix, HBO, yeah. Hulu, Ooh. that kind of it's stuff. He had, to, know. He let, he had to let everyone know that it's premium. He had to let everybody know it's premium. Uh, one of the he doesn't need that basic stuff. He's got the premium. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, what are you no, watching no. here? So, uh, let's see. The one that was really good that stood out oh. was uh, this Netflix show called Away. It's the one where there's like five astronauts from five different countries and they come together so that they can travel to Mars. And it's like a nine month, six to nine month journey. And it's like, and it gets really involved with each character's um, personality, their their family, their background history, that kind of stuff. And each episode kind of dives in into like a conflict that they... Um, Fine in the spaceship, how they work together. Um, and I thought it was really well done. Because um, there was some time <laughs> where it just seemed like, oh, God, they're not going to make it. <laughs> so, I don't know, those kind of long-term journeys of working together. and um, Because basically, they're just trying to get to Mars, start a base, live there for a while, and then come back. Um, I thought it was pretty great the way they did it and and i just thought it was perfect during the time of like racial tension that's cool um nice so I it reminds me of uh show. the expanse have you seen the expanse um okay so that uh the expanse no, is a no. tv show that's based on a series of books um it was originally made by sci-fi but now it's amazon studios is making it uh it's all on amazon prime video it's one of those premium services um <laughs> right up your alley roy right up yeah your yeah, alley. yeah if you if you don't have that premium service yet you can get oh, that okay. premium service uh, <laughs> but it's really good it's i think there's they're into season five now um it's it's really good but it's more it's 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 like sci-fi uh 300 years into the future we've colonized mars and we've colonized the uh, Kuiper Belt, and um, it basically tells the story of like, you know, basically Earth and the and Mars and the Belt are treated as three separate, you know, uh, governing influences, and um, and just there's a lot of like racial politics in there as well because you know at some point they consider themselves different races now and um yeah it's really good i highly recommend that yeah all right well i'll look into that <laughs> no let's get you want let's, let's go circles or, we're, we're uh, going, or one person at a time um i've been okay. watching well, i've been watching sherlock 
on uh, Netflix, and it's like I'm late. I'm late to the party, but it's a good show. It's like based off. It's from the BBC, the the British broadcasting company, and it came on in like the early 2010s. And so, um, what's cool about it is it's obviously Sherlock Holmes, but it's brought into the modern day. And um, structure-wise, like each episode is like an hour and a half so basically each episode is basically like a short movie um and each season they call them series is like three episodes so each season has like three episodes three episodes and each episode's like an hour and a half so it like each episode you really really get into it and they they can each episode is a lot it has the ability to be a lot more dense because they can fit more details they can fit more story more character development all in one episode because it's basically a movie so it's really cool um i'm almost done i think i'm on like the beginning of the fourth series so it's really good um also i just finished watching the 30 for 30 special on bruce lee called be water which is really cool it came out like i think in june and it just kind of chronicles like, um, like basically his life from the time that he, the time that he started up until I mean the time he was born up until um, the time that he died, which was not that long. I mean he was only thirty two when he died, but um, basically everything that he was doing from like how he got into and I didn't even know this like Bruce Lee was basically kind of always in the movies. It wasn't just when he became an adult like he was a kid he was a child star in a way like he was he was like nine years old he started he started in his first movie when he was nine so it was really cool to see like him grow up and you know be in movies and stop and come to because he was born in san francisco come um because his family was like um part of like the traveling i want to say opera but um he was basically in showbiz the whole his whole life and Mm -hmm. seeing his beginnings him you know, be a kid, him grow up, kind of get in trouble, have to come into the, have to come to the States. You know, he came to um, the Bay Area. You know, he started his first, um, his first martial arts school in Seattle. And just seeing his journey from there to TV and like how long it took for him to actually like break through and get into movies and actually how it wasn't even here in the U.S. that he really broke through. He had to go back to Hong Kong and become a star there just for the people here in the u.s to realize how big of a star he was and then you know to still have him have to battle for every inch just to get his movies made and then you know going from that and how he died and and his life and his being married and having his kids and stuff just seeing that was just really really cool like i like bruce lee is one of my favorite character like not character he's a real real dude obviously but he's like one of my favorite figures um just because of like not just because of his action but because of like his philosophy i think like his philosophy is like probably what really draws me to him in terms of like how he lives his life how he views things and stuff so it was really cool and i really really recommend it um if you like bruce lee at all um to check out that that one special it's called be water it's really good cool. and that's it yeah nice I've been, I've been watching uh, a little bit more throwbacky things. So like in in 2016, 
I think during and after the election, I started watching, or we started watching Star Trek, The Next Generation. And this was the one that started in 1993 or so and went for six or seven seasons. Um, And it's really, really good. But it's also like, I think the reason we started watching it again is obviously because there's a lot to, there's a lot of like negativity in the not even not even in the world but like in the media world uh the things that we consume i think are pretty negative especially in election years and uh what what star trek did was like have a really really optimistic view of humanity and what we could achieve and what we could do together and kind of like showing our best selves and in a lot of ways so yeah we started watching that again and we're in like season three now and it's yeah it's it's getting yeah it's getting really good or it's it's been really good it it has ups and downs but like there have been a few episodes that have been um i really pulled like they really like are turning into like a tight ensemble now by like season three but that's what that's what i've been watching and also uh (laughs) I watch a lot of like cotton candy TV. Um so like um have So what what is cotton candy TV? Is to, that just a term or, or what? It's it's a term that I'm using because so like okay, I'll I'll explain what I mean. Um so have you guys seen the Great British Baking Show or the Great British Bake Off? I've seen the preview for it. Okay, have you seen um I've seen bits and pieces. Uh Making It? Uh it's this TV show on NBC with uh Amy Poehler and uh, it's like a competition show, but like everyone's really, really nice to each other. Um, anyway, all of these, there's a whole like genre of shows where it's a competition show, but everyone is really nice and the judges aren't really mean. Like they're not, they're not, they say, you know, they say some things, but they, they're not really mean about it. And uh, it's not like Gordon Ramsay, like yelling at someone. It's just like, you know, these like you know very kind soft people saying like oh you know this was really really nice i really enjoyed your fish soup or whatever and uh there's this new show on just is on netflix now i'm not sure who made it but it's called the the big family cook cooking show it it sounds terrible it's 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 fine it's kind of candy it's like not healthy i mean it's fine you know it's good it's delicious and you eat it and then you don't feel bad about it i guess maybe it's not kind of candy but it's very positive. I don't know. I like my competitions like somewhat mild, Ruthless. like me- oh, okay. medium, like not sweet, but not like super spicy either. Like give me, you know, like the old America's next top model or like the beginning making the band from like way back. I'm dating myself. right Wow. Now. Yeah. Like, I'm like, these shit. are like back in like the early two thousands, but these they have are, like, made the more since, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I have no idea what they are. Cause I like gone, gone on, you know, had a life. Well, I got a life when I lived it, but this, when I was watching it, I had no life. So that was my life. So, you know, that that's the reason why I was into it, but I like my competition shows where there's like, there's a little kick to it. You know, it's not all negative. You don't have people, like demoralizing and demeaning people and and screaming the skin off their face, but uh, you don't have it's not all like oh cutesy cutesy world. There's like some edge. It's like no, like no. it's 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 a nice middle ground. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Top Chef. Have you seen Top Chef? 
Uh, anyway, no. Okay. All right, I've seen I've seen America's Next Top Model, and uh, like I know what it is. I just haven't watched any of them. Yeah, but it's that same level of I think, uh, like, you want high quality work, and so like when things aren't high quality, you're like, not you. The judges are like, oh, but I want right. high quality work, and like when things aren't that way, I'm gonna let you know. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Roy, what's have you? Do you have any like competition shows that you? watch or have watched like in the i mean the, lately not or just really, whenever but back in college oh, okay I used to yeah. so this is i, can, Ramsey, I can see that right? i can yeah. see that i can see that oh man <laughs> gordon ramsey was hilarious the low like you said the way he demoralizes them in front of everyone and then they zoom into a customer and then, and then, and the customer says, "Well, I guess I'm not having those lamb chops." And it cuts off to commercials. <laughs> I'm dying, man. You know, it's funny when Luis said Gordon Ramsay. Like I could, between the two of you, like I could see. Okay, Luis is not a Gordon Ramsay fan, but I could see Roy being a Gordon Ramsay fan. Yeah. and I was, and I was right. I was right. I called that it. Panned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see um love it yeah yeah that's that's kind of it that's what i've been consuming for my senses um what about reading what do you what do you guys uh or what do you want to read that you heard about or what have you read recently well to, to be honest i have this book here it's called uh haben h-a-b-e-n and it's about a um blind and deaf girl from here from the bay area from from oakland and actually she was um, one of the keynote speakers at my job like probably geez was it a year ago i think it was it was god it had to have been like a year or almost a year um and her story like was just so inspiring and they i mean the book was free for us so that was cool but um but it's like I've been reading it in chunks here and there, and it's really, really good. It's really good, really good. It's kind of just talking about how she grew up here, or her family is from, I believe, Eritrea. And hold on, I want to make sure I get that right because I know that you know in different cultures, it's like a super offensive to mix one for the, to mix up one for the other. And so, um, yeah, she's from her, her and her family are from Eritrea, um, and they came to the Bay Area. And she grew up here, and she went on to, I believe it was was it Harvard or Stanford? I think it was Harvard Law School. Yeah, Harvard. Yeah, and she became a lawyer. So, like, that's pretty amazing. And so, like, I've been reading her her story in chunks here and there, but it's really good. And that's like, I kind of want to make sure that I, I like one at some point, I, like I said, I don't have any, I don't have any excuse that I have all the time, like right now. So I really <laughs> need to just like buckle down and just like zero in on it. But I want to finish her book <clears throat> and I don't want to wait a long time and read it in spurts just to finish it. Like I actually do want to sit down and like finish it, you know, within a couple of weeks. Cool. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I've finished reading the oh, yeah. Trevor Noah book. 
There are his How was that? How'd you, Born how'd you like it? Yeah, I finished that. That was really good. I was really impressed. Um, just reading his whole livelihood in South Africa and him learning all these different languages and the whole growing up basically in the party. It's, uh, it's just really eye-opening the way he had to deal with all that drama and trying to survive with his mother and in uh, his abusive stepfather. And so it's just his life just completely turned around, you know, when, uh, when, re- when things really hit the fan. So I don't want to ruin it for you guys if you guys are planning to read it, but I would definitely recommend it. Um, gives you his perspective of how Parthi. What's the book called? What's his book called? 80s and 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard Born of Born a Crime. Because he also has a stand-up special that has the same... Does it have the same name, too? No. I don't think no. it's the same name, but he has, uh, he has like, two specials, I know. No, I sure. don't think so. Yeah. I recently read... Um, so one of the books that... I, I usually take a really long time to read things. And it's just because, like, the only reading habit I have is really bad. Like, I just read when I'm about to go to sleep, which means that I can read, like, three pages. <laughs> and so, like, I never get through a lot of books that way. Um, but there was one book recently that I just got kind of got hooked on. I was, you know, I started reading it in the same way, but then I would just go to sleep later and later. And I'm like, no, I just need to read this shit during the day. Um, but it's called uh, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. It's this uh, autobiography by this therapist, um, but she tells the story of her, like you know, her. Bi- she tells her own biography through, but also includes excerpts from patients that she's seen, and so like she talks about her patients and as well as her and her going to therapy and all of these things, and um, and it's really interesting because like. So I've, I've been in therapy uh, now for about a month, but this is my second time being in therapy. I did therapy when I was in grad school for about a year and a half and just sort of thinking about like what my therapist might be thinking about is always an interesting thing. But having someone actually say like, oh, I have this patient and here's my treatment plan that I went for the, with them. And I was just like, oh, it's like seeing on the other side of the the curtain and just sort of being like oh wow like it's a it's a whole process that's like really well thought through and and so it was just it was really it was really good first of all it was written like it was written really well and uh but it was also really like eye-opening to like you know what goes on in the therapist's head when you're talking to them uh potentially and you know, because they start seeing patterns, basically, like, you know, th- different people come in with different problems, but the solutions are maybe the same or maybe they're the same problem. Um, but yeah, that that was really good. That was a book that I kind of read, you know, cover to cover and like fast for me, which is like a month. But it's sort of like actually uh, maybe it was actually even faster than that. But like, yeah, because I was reading that like during my breaks and stuff. So um I recommend it. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really interesting because there's always like the, the old adage of like therapists oftentimes 
have therapists themselves, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, yeah, it's, it, that's interesting. And what was that? Yeah. Is it doing like, anything. What, are, what else are we doing in our spare time? I haven't actually been doing any projects or, you yeah. know, like remember last time I mentioned about I built. So you started and just I stopped. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I tried doing stuff and it didn't really suit me. <laughs> like, it's like. No, it's just it oh, costs, okay. you know, when you want to do projects, it costs money. So. If I want to build so you can't a fence, do it. You you can't do it all at money. once. Yeah, like if I want you have the to tools, kind of do it in in sections, like in yeah, intervals. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, to a lot of it is just doing manual labor, and you get orders <laughs> like, oh man, I can't do this anymore. I just need to hire someone. You can't just dig a hole and then fill it back up. You don't like doing that. <laughs> No, man, this dirt, man, is fucking, <laughs> it's really hard. It's, it's, like, it's like some hard clay, dude. You do not want to dig around here. You're probably like, you're probably buff as hell, man. <laughs> you're like digging in that hard dirt. <laughs> Got some fucking Popeye arms over here. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I know what you mean. Like, whenever you have like a project. Depending on what it is, like, it's not something that you can do, like, all at once, most of the time, and especially depending on what it is. Like, I, I feel you, because I remember last time I was, <clears throat> we were talking, and I was talking about how I, even though, like, not going anywhere for Halloween, but I already started, like, putting stuff on a costume that I've had for years and years, so it's actually like coming together because I've ordered some stuff and I'm like putting it together and it um, and I'm not really building it from scratch, but I am like putting pieces together. And so, um, Roy, like I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, because it's just like even though it's a completely different project, it's just like you get to a point you're like, OK, I can't do everything all at once. Like, I can do this, this, and this within this amount of time. Then I need to stop or I can wait and get, you know, these materials and then, you know, pick up where I left off. So, it's like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I took a pottery class. I made some pots. Why do I feel like I feel like this is not new? Oh, meaning, not that you right. told us before, but I, like this seems familiar. Like, did you have you mentioned that you were going to do pottery before? Maybe. I mean, we talk all the time. Um, maybe okay. Then maybe I just don't fucking listen. Yeah, come on, man. Pottery. Yeah, no, I took a pottery class. Um, it ended now, but, uh, but yeah, it was wheel. It was really fun. It was interesting. Cause like the reason I started getting interested in it, cause, cause I, oh, I told you guys about this. This is what I told you about. So I, I knew, I, I knew I'm not a, I knew I'm not that bad of a listener. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew it. So, so I, uh, I found out 
about like this uh, area of Mexico in Chihuahua, which is like northern Mexico, um, named after the dogs. Um, that no, no, no I'm not even gonna go. Or was the dog named after? Or was the dog named after? Never mind. After that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But yeah, the, um, they make these pots. Then they look very much like Southwestern Native American stuff because they're part of the same like tribe system. Um, but I started getting really interesting and interested in pottery, and so like. You know, I started watching videos and stuff, and then I was like, oh, like, let's see if I could take a class. And so I did find this class, and that shit is hard. Like, it is, it, it took me, like, three sessions, which was, like, six hours to, like, even make anything that resembled a round thing that was kind of like a bowl, maybe. <laughs> I decided that it was a planter pot, <laughs> but, uh, but... Anyway, yeah, so it, but it was a lot of fun, like just making stuff with my hands because I hadn't really been doing anything with my hands um, in a while. So that was, that was just really nice to actually, yeah, do something with my hands. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I remember you mentioning this a while back, and I probably said, Oh, yes, yes, I, yes. This is yeah. yeah it was okay, a re- coming back. It was now. a really yeah. good joke then, so I'm glad it's. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad it's holding up. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that was dry right. as fuck. Louis. That was that was that was that was flaky. That was dry. <laughs> you should do like you should do like LeBron and just like how dry that was. You just blow your hands and just kind of throw it all in the air. That was dry. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think, you know, I think we, you had mentioned it. And I think the discussion that we were, that originally that you brought it up was. Appropriation. We're talking about appropriation. Yes. And I was like. Sharp. Your memory is sharp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget what the, what the. Yeah, because we were talking about music anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about like a callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember in episode negative two, <laughs> right? Remember in this episode, <laughs> we put it at the beginning of the episode, like just some clips from previous episodes. How are they connected to what's going to happen? Who knows? We need we need to like invest more in our in our uh, production budget so that whenever we call back, we can do that little sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> There's no camera, so we don't have to worry about like the little the little dream sequency effect, but we still gotta have the sound for it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, since we all just talked about the things we've read, the shows we recommended to each other, uh the things we did, um would you say that you feel accomplished these last six months during this pandemic um, in what you wanted to complete? So someone wants to take the lead? I'll go first. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will put it this way. Um, 
if I, I kind of wish I had written down the things that I wanted to do at the beginning of the pandemic, like all the things I wanted to accomplish and, and everything. Um, but in hindsight, hindsight's always 2020, like, Oh, 2020 just had like, I think no matter what, uh. no matter what, I'm going to get triggered whenever I hear 2020 from this point in, from this point in my life onward. Um, oh, we can, re- we can reframe, uh, I have 2020 vision to be like, you are seeing garbage. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of like rose-eyed lenses? Just like lenses covered in shit. I was going to say dookie lenses. I don't know. Dookie, yeah. Um, I, 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 I. Hindsight is always clearer than the present sight because the reason why I say that is because I, if you had told me back in March that, oh, I mean, okay, I'll put it this way. I think a lot of people, myself included, um, optimistically thought that we would be done with this by this time of the year. Like, I really, I really did think that, oh, you know, people are saying 2021. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I think we'll be, you know... We'll be out of quarantine for sure by the end of 2020. Um, other people were thinking, oh, we'll be done by summer. I was just like, no, that's not happening. Um, but I thought we would be done by the fall. That's obviously hasn't happened. And so I think that I thought, I, I think that in my way of thinking was we would be in quarantine a lot less time than we did. So I think my looking back, I felt like I didn't do everything that I wanted to do because ironically, this sounds weird because you had too much time. It's almost like um, procrastination, like a like a case study in procrastination. But you don't know like what time window you're actually working with, like because, you know, if like, you know, if you're given an assignment like in school, whatever, if you know that has to be done on this date, like you'll. You know, you're you like I think we've all been high functioning procrastinators where we're, we're like we have a date and we're like, oh, I know what date it is that I need to get this done. So I'm good. And then we, like things kick in when we know we have to get into crunch time. I think this is kind of one of those situations where we don't know there's no end date in sight. And so like I think I can't speak for anybody else, but I think I've gotten into a place of procrastin of prolonged procrastination because I don't know what the date is that I that things are going to end. So to answer your question, like I don't feel like I'm more accomplished than I was. Like if you, you asked me back in April or May, like where would I be by you know November, I I would have told you, well, I would be I would have lost like twenty pounds. I would have you know learned to be proficient in chess you know i would have learned all these things i didn't lose 20 pounds i I think i've lost like maybe probably 15 and i probably gained back five (laughs) (laughs) so so i'm at a net loss of like 10 pounds i think and that's just be from not eating out for like seven months um i don't i stopped like learning to play chess because for a while i was just playing like learning learning strategies uh playing the computer on the internet I stopped doing that. So, no, I'm not where I'm at. But I think that having this conversation and, and being asked this question kind of, like, creates more of a re... Uh, what's it? A re... Light, lights, of, lights of fire under your ass? Well, that... yeah. It's like, it's like it kind of re... Um, it refocuses. It's like refocusing. Like, okay, like, I know where I'm not at, but I know what I want to do. And so, 
like, let me get back to it. And so that's where I'm at. So my ultimate answer is no. But at the same time, because we're going to be in this probably longer than we thought, then that really does kind of like refocus to and re re inspires to, to kind of get back to those things. That's just me. I mean, I, I think I'm not as hard on myself as Derek is probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got two things from that, Derek. Like even in the best case, uh, you like you aim high <laughs> and you aim too high maybe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But for me, I'm like, I'm just aiming middle and I'm like, you know what? Like I feel like I've learned how to cook a good amount. And I feel really good with what, you know, with what I've learned to do. Um, of course, I could, I, you know, I, there, there are, there's a lot of time where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could be doing this or I could be doing that instead of, you know, watching Star Trek or whatever I'm doing. Um, but then again, like, I need Star Trek, you know, I need to watch stuff. I need to watch like uh, some feel good TV sometimes and I need to. You know not cook an elaborate meal or whatever um but yeah anyway I, w- one of the things that i did want to do more at the beginning of the quarantine was cook more and learn more techniques and learn um you know different ways of cooking and as and as well as for me learning more traditional uh mexican food which you know i from growing up, like I have some exposure to, but there's just so much more. Um, and I've been doing those things, uh, at different levels. Um, so mostly I feel pretty good. Um, the one thing that over the last, like, you know, couple of months has been harder is like exercising. I haven't been as, I haven't been like, uh, I haven't kept that up, which I did start at the beginning of quarantine. And I, and I, and I felt like that has been lacking. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall I do feel pretty good. Like, I feel like I'm, I've used the time to like learn how to cook, which I'm really happy that I did. And I'm going to keep going because we're not going anywhere. I'm going to be a fucking top chef by the time we're done with this thing. No, I'll be the judge of that, Luis. <laughs> oh, he's going to oh, yeah. be, gonna be, your, gonna be I'll your be Gordon the Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay uh, <laughs> on our Zoom meetings. You're going to have to present it to me. That looks like that looks like poo. <laughs> Inedible. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um for me, I think I, you know, just like I, what you both said, like we were able to accomplish the minor things, which is the shows that we wanted to watch, the comfort food that we wanted to, that we saw online, that we saw on TV. We finally got the boss to say, hey, let's go ahead and do it. Right. Making bread, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm happy for accomplishing some of that. Um for just being ballsy to go out there and buy the tools, learn something online and, you know, build it yourself with your bare hands. Um, I'm happy with what I can do and I know that I can go further. But, you know, once again, it just comes down to like, do you have the money to do something like that? It's just because my goals are kind of high where like, okay, I want to be I want to be Roy the Builder, you know, like all of a sudden 
I just I just see this blank canvas, you know, everywhere. But of course, you need to buy all these heavy equipment, all these big machinery kind of things that that can really get the job going. But you know, you have the time, but it's just you don't have that money flow. So, um, I mean, I'm happy with where I've been, and I'm slowly getting there, um, one piece at a time. So, it's just being patient about it. Roy, you should um, start your journey. You know, it's like when you go, like like when you want to get in shape and you're like, I want to get in shape. I want to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. Some days it's like, oh, damn it. I don't want it. Like, I don't feel like going. But like the thing to do is like the hardest part is like to, once you get dressed for the gym, then you're like, all right, I'm dressed. I'm going to go. Like it, once you put on those clothes, like you're like, all right, I got to go. Like, and that's, it's really so not. you're saying you're. Well, I was gonna say it's really. Are not... you gonna suggest that he wears a he put on he puts on a hard hat every time he wakes up in the morning? Damn you, it! You, you fucking read my mind. Damn it! I was gonna say oh, like man, I was I'm gonna sorry. say like I I I think that you know what I hear is that you should invest in a hard hat and a flannel like shirt and like jeans and like uh, a tool belt and, and a tool belt and then once you get those things you'll be much more inclined to do those things whether they whether it costs a lot or 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 not or or a little bit like you'll be more inclined to like get to it and get the job no done. i i thought about it look i i have a hard hat at work i i already have a vest i got the work boots i need the only thing i think i really need is the the belt so i can hold my all my tools and uh but right now like i don't really have that much space to store all this equipment that i want to buy I don't have that space. I only have a small one-car garage. What do you want to buy? Like a forklift or what? <laughs> a forklift. <laughs> what do you want to buy? What do you? What kind of stuff are you talking about? So, like, for here? example, if I wanted to build a fence, like a different kind of shovel. <laughs> oh. And you wanted the, you know, those circular saws where like it extends, like four or five feet, and is like at, yeah, your shoulder height and you can just bring it down and cut it at any size length you want um i thought that would be pretty cool i saw those they're pretty expensive so it's just where do you store it so that's just one of one of the things i saw so how long is it before we get uh um us uh a series with you that airs Saturdays on PBS where you're just building shit. <laughs> I would watch that shit. Like a this would, this old yeah, house. Like this old house. Like, like honestly, I grew up watching that stuff. I would watch Yan Can Cook with Martin Yan, where he was cooking all types of Chinese food. He's like a Bay Area legend. I would watch the Frugal Gourmet. And so, if Roy, if you if you came up with a with a home improvement or like a show like that, like it's PBS. So yeah. Viewers like us, we can fund that shit. Like I would, I would, yeah. I would donate. I would donate to that. I would watch that shit. Oh man, yeah. Llama the Builder. Ooh yeah, Roy's stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I've been watching a lot of those things online, man. And there's some people who who actually quit their jobs and start that as a career. I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but it's cool to learn from them the way their little tips and tricks with different materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I always thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, 
just open, you know, having a schematic, looking at the dimensions. I mean, I don't know about the zoning and all that shit. I don't give a fuck about that. I want someone else to deal with that. But, <laughs> but you know, just putting it all together, you know, just use your mind. You're going to put a bar in your garage or what? <laughs> you look, man, look. Because I have that patio outside with the with the paver, the paver patio, and I have that furniture, and it's a cool little spot yeah. for everyone to just hang out, the more I see me and Monica as, like, the host, we've always hosted. And I always thought if I was to have mm-hmm. some little bar and kitchen on the other side with a TV and it becomes a TV kind of lounging area where you can just get up and grab a drink from your favorite bar host, you know, me. So so a wet bar is coming. <laughs> I mean, I would love that. It's just uh, planning. I'll get you started. I'll get I'll get you started. I'll get you the white towel to throw <laughs> over your shoulder. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll get you a glass set so you can always use that towel to just wipe off glasses, even if whether you use them or not. You can just wipe off, wipe the inside of them and just like call everybody chief and ask everybody how their day is and why the long face. And uh, like it looks that. like you so, need a double shot of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could use a double. You could use yeah. a double. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought that would be pretty cool to have this. Different transition. This shit, dude. I've even thought about building like a bocce ball court in our in the yard. You know. Well, that's not hard, no. right? It's just like that's not. Yeah, you just need like little hooks. In the, I guess in the grass, you need just yeah, need grass, I mean, right? You would just need to really level it out, you know, because I live in a slope area. Oh. <laughs> but you know, just something like yeah. that was like, oh yeah, you know, it'd be great. You know, you grab your drink, you sit down over here, you want to play some bocce, you go to the next yard. So. You know, things like that. <laughs> you could start with, like, cornhole. Like, that's easy that's to build. True. That's yeah. true, yeah. Planks of, you just planks need... of wood. You start no, you're somewhere. right. You know what? I am going to do that now. That's a good idea. Polish it, engrave it. Do you, what? Ooh, engrave you, it you DLR? Could, you could... You could or, or I was going to say, or something, like, very... Uh, <laughs> Very crass and, and offensive. On, on you could like paint something very. <laughs> you throw like a bitch. On it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because all you need, all you need is like in terms of power tools, something to cut the yeah. plywood with, yeah. right? I already you have. Just a, need a circular saw. You're good. Yep. There wow. you go. That's yeah. Boom. But I like a fancier tool. First project. So I already know what I'm getting you for your, for like next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're out of quarantine. I know I already know what my gift is to you next year. Yeah, a towel and some glasses. <laughs> I was about to say, I'll send you the link, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> I think I can manage. I think I can manage. Oh, this uh, I I just I just got a link for a fifteen thousand dollar forklift from Roy. <laughs> <Right. laughs> he said he wanted power tools, but but damn, damn go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah huh. yeah cornhole there you go you can just get some sacks of whatever of those beans beans yeah the beans, yeah, the beans. Yeah. you can put beans in it wait is it actually beans that they put so, in there but I mean I, we, I, I do have a bag of beans beans or so I could just yeah. spare some beans <laughs> <laughs> you're halfway there <laughs> sweet 
All right, you guys, I'm going to have to end this. I'm, I need to start building. <laughs> it's like just got dark. You just turned on the light. I know, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have another uh, recommendation for you guys. Have you guys seen um, Nathan for You on Comedy Central? No. Mm-mm. So there's this guy named Nathan Fielder, and he's like... Uh, I don't know what to call his style of humor, but it's like, it's like a, a a sincere version of Borat. No, not that's not right. Just that style where like, the awkwardness of the interactions is, the funny bit. You know what I mean? So like, uh, there's this guy who goes around small trying to help small businesses by offering them like business advice, and he you know, and he records it. And he's in character the whole time, and I think it's probably maybe even really close to his personality. Um, but he's super awkward guy, and it's just about it's one episode is like he's trying to help one business. Does this sound familiar no. at all? You said can't this just came out. Can't say it does. No, no, this is really old. Not really old. It's like maybe oh, 2013, seven yeah. or eight years old. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this one. But I started re I started rewatching some of it, and it's it's so fucking funny because it's it's just like very dry, and just the interactions are so awkward and funny, and the advice that he's giving is just like you would think that people would be like, "This is fucking stupid. I'm not doing this," and but they're like they're struggling businesses, so they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll try it. I guess. Yeah, it can't hurt. It can't hurt." <laughs> <laughs> like one of the f- well one of the first episodes is uh uh he's trying to help this like froyo froyo business and he's like what if we offered a flavor that is just like shocking when you see it and he's like uh what if we engineer the taste of poop and then it's t- totally the edible hell? so you so you won't get sick if you eat it, but it's going to taste like poop. And like, you know, you'd have lines around the around the corner because people are going to be like, what? This is fucking crazy. Like, and he like actually does it and it tastes like poop and people will fucking Oh my God. <laughs> but people want to try it anyway. It's just like stuff oh, like that. Wow. Um, That's... <laughs> wow. Maybe I picked the most extreme one, but that that's, you know yeah it's just watch a few clips and if the clips don't get you then you can skip it but that's my recommendation text uh send us yeah send us the the name of it it's nathan what for you nathan for you okay let me look up like particular episodes that i would more or less recommend Yeah, this guy looks awkward. Yeah, just look at his <laughs> face. <laughs> Who smiles like that? I mean, is he is it a smirk or what is it? <laughs> it's serious. It's like it's yeah. I don't know. He's he's just really funny. Yeah, the yeah the first episode is a yogurt shop. Yeah, I could see. I could see what you what you mean when you say that like 
the awkwardness is the humor because I'm just kind of getting that vibe just off his pictures alone. So I can imagine like what the <laughs> man on the street vibes would be if, you know, coming up to someone with that face, you know? Yeah. 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 So I guess to get back to our conversation, any big aspirations you guys have in mind that you want to accomplish before the end of quarantine? Honestly, even with what we were talking about, like I seriously... I think I'll take a page from Luis and kind of aim lower. <laughs> so, so honestly, I think, you know, once I sit and reevaluate my goals, I think I just want to make, I don't know if that's a message I want to send, I, but yeah, I, I think I honestly, I what you mean. quite honestly, I just want to, all I really want to do, like anything else is bonus, but I think my goals, my ultimate goals, for this time, however long it is, um, are and remain to, um, to be healthy, to make sure my family and friends are healthy and to remain gainfully employed. Honestly, that's, I think that's more than anybody can really ask for in it right now. And I don't mean to get all deep and stuff, but I think after talking about <clears throat> my goals or what I want to do at the beginning of the pandemic and talking, talking uh, to both of you and then kind of having that like that realization of just like wanting to be I don't know what the word is like just just really just kind of like anything that I do or anything that I accomplish is just like icing and cherry on the cake but right now like the main thing I want to do is just really just kind of like I said keep healthy and remain employed um if i were to like get into a more regular workout uh routine i wouldn't i wouldn't be you know i I would be fine with that i'd be happy with that if i were to start reading a little bit more regularly then i'd be fine with that too so i think that's yeah that's where that's that's what i want Yes, I love it. Went in deep. I mean, that's the kind of response I was looking for anyway. <laughs> Why didn't you just say so? Jeez. <laughs> so we don't need you to say anything, Louise. You can just. You can just. Oh, you God can, damn it. You can just. I was prepared. <laughs> you can. You can. You can. I was, you, you, can you can X out. You can X out now. Because that's the truth. I, I was about to say, yeah. Uh, I. I want to learn how to make noodles, and that's it. Like, and, like fresh, uh, like fuck fresh, everything else. Like fresh noodles, like from scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So I I just got this book. Um. So there's like a local chain here. That's uh. It's called Xi'an's Famous Foods, and it's uh basically this uh. Uh. This like father son basically started up this business where they make noodles from and other food from from their i mean from xian which is a a city in china in like western china and uh, so it's like spicy you know spicy noodles here's like their main dish that they're known for this is like a yeah 
these are like spicy pulled noodles and um and i just got this and i was like you know i've always wanted to be able to make make them from scratch because like it's just i don't know like i've had them from their place like and before we even moved to new york like every time we would come here i would go there we would go there religiously because it was just like it's good and it's like fresh and it's just like really really good but anyway um just learning how to make stuff like that i think in general for me it's more like continuing to expand the stuff that i can do um because again like with my job i don't do that much with my hands and like cooking is the one spot where like i gotta cook and i get to practice all these things that i'm and so just like expand my breadth of knowledge there but yeah i mean i think that if i give myself that goal which is very you know it's aiming it's for me it's aiming pretty high because there's a lot it's very complicated <laughs> but uh it's, it's but it's obtainable and that's where i'm like i gotta i gotta do that because like if i if i because i've naturally i do want to i kind of just tell myself that i'm gonna do this and that and like i'm gonna you know run a fucking marathon before i even can run five miles like that's that's where I, that's honestly where i'm at and where i've been for a long time in terms of goal setting and now i just kind of just want to chill and like make noodles <laughs> sunrise sunset sunrise yeah yeah i think what about you? Are you got any goals, aspirations? No, I mean I definitely like both of your guys' answers. I definitely want to learn how to make like Asian noodles. Those are like because I just had chow fun today. It was so fucking good. Oh, my God. oh. Mm. I'm like living. I'm like living vicariously through you right now because I'm just like, oh, how so, was it? <laughs> we went to the one <laughs> what did it taste like? At um, <laughs> fuck, what's it called? It's called Hong Kong East Ocean in Emeryville. That's one mm. at. That's like right by the water. So we went to walk also, and then we passed by like, oh yeah, let's go grab something. And then he gave this huge, like, container of noodles. And man, I couldn't wait to get home. I I just did not talk to Monica. I told her to drive a little faster. <laughs> did you did you did you strap did you strap in the chow fun with the seatbelt? <laughs> I threw also in the trunk. <laughs> so man that was so good like the meat you know how you go to those certain chinese spots and you order chow mein and you order the beef one but the beef comes out with some tendons on it so it comes out chewy or they didn't or they overcooked it this one was cooked to like perfection they're like very like or none tendons the meat was so soft that you know it took maybe three to five chews and you were ready to go and the, the it was like you could say like it, it melted yeah. in your mouth like, it's a little more poetic three to five i was like <laughs> i've never count i've never counted softness in terms of i was gonna, chews, I was gonna say I guess... like i think we all should like recognize i i think uh, I think it'd be safe to say that Roy has like stronger than average jaws. So, <laughs> so you know, so listener beware. It might, it might, we don't want our listeners to choke. So, like you know, everybody chew <laughs> yeah, your food. You know, like, maybe at least my, 10 times. maybe I have you know wider molars than others. 
it has a larger surface area. You know, I can I have I have to no, cover it's more. Your man, it's your man. It's, no, it's, a, it's your mandible. It's, it has lots of yeah. uh, pounds per pounds, square inch. Yeah, it's a lot of psi. PSI. No, no, no. In this jaw. Monica does say that I am a loud chewer. <laughs> so, uh, it's not more about the technique. How like you you compress and then you jiggle and then you compress. And no, then you no. I think it's the no. way I eat. It's, no, it's like right. kind of like a like a llama. <laughs> you know, up and down, and then I scrape it to the side. <laughs> <laughs> so your jaw, yeah, my moves jaw moves yeah. independently. <laughs> I like. I think oh. we both had amazing llama impressions. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't think I have much, dude. I I think I'm happy with what I've accomplished, and I'm only gonna accomplish more if I put my mind to it. So slowly but surely, we'll get there. Um, and hopefully by the time this is done, you know, I have a nice bar outside. We can all have a drink. I was going to say, get to it. We only have TBD we only got TBD. time left. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back and edit that later so it's accurate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'll just be Roy saying, four years. <laughs> 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 TBD. All oh, right. I will say I did learn to make deep dish Chicago pizza. That wasn't a goal of mine. It just kind of happened. Mm. But I learned how to do it, and it's I'm nice, and I'm good at it. So I will say that. Nice. I don't like Chicago style pizza, so that's okay. You don't get no, none. That's, that's all right. Yeah, that's definitely okay. right. That's a, you're not gonna ship me. <laughs> Oh damn! That ain't no problem. Right. That ain't no problem. <laughs> more for us. Say say no more. Ooh, say no more. Damn! All right, I didn't realize we're burning bridges over here. Jesus I mean, Christ! You're the one stating you're the one, an opinion. You're the one talking about what you don't. I'm sorry, I'm like you yucking you. Like. You're the one over here talking about what you <laughs> don't like. I'm yucking your yum. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All you're gonna see, like you know, there's gonna come a day where I make pizza and I make two individual ones. We three of us meet. I come in with two in hand, and you're like, Derek, where's mine? I'm like, Oh, you said you didn't like oh, it. Oh, you don't like it. Fast forward ten minutes, me and Roy are in the corner eating with our our, our jaws like llamas, and you're just like <laughs> just sitting there, just like looking at us, and we're just like, I'm 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 licking my lips like a llama. <laughs> Or you just salivate. Or you just spit at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, forget y'all. <laughs>